I'm Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist with your daily relationship nugget. Today you're listening to part two in a short series on discipline or punishment. Or should I beat my children? Helping us to understand the difference between discipline and punishment and say about the dangers about physical beating physically beating our children. So this is part two today, and uh, many parents think of discipline as physical punishment. If you remember last week I shared, or last session, or last episode, I talk about discipline as a process, an environment, and a lifestyle. Punishment is only one of the methods parents use, that is physical punishment to inflict pain in order to correct specific wrong. And the problem many parents uh, have is that physical punishment is the only form of punishment they use. They don't even use reasoning. They don't even treat their children with respect and honor. So they drive them up an emotional wall of despair and even leading them to life of anger or violence or shame okay so listen um, note that physical punishment does not develop character it only seems to work after parents have understood the process of discipline and provide the environment of discipline for children during the first five to ten years of their lives notice I said it only seems to work that's physical punishment if a young child is allowed to go to sleep at any time he wishes, eat at any time, eat anything, and watch whatever he or she wants on the television, when the child becomes a teenager and chooses to do terrible things, it is very difficult or nearly impossible for parents to correct wrong. I hear many parents of teenagers complain how they do not know what to do with their son or daughter. They're rebellious, these parents say. I discovered that most of these parents did not understand the process of discipline and did not create the environment of discipline when their children were young. Thus, they allowed their children to do what they wanted at any time, then brutally punished them for everything and any little inconsistency along the way. So, that is something important to think about. This is the formula for violence. Listen now. I've noticed that teachers or parents who use physical punishment in public and in private or in front of the class are usually demonstrating a misuse of power and control. Sometimes the instigators of the physical punishment think that they are being embarrassed by the rude student or child, so they have to show who was in charge. You see, it's a power struggle. It's a power struggle between parent and child or teacher and child. You're not going to embarrass me around here, so let me show you who in charge. Teachers, teachers and parents must be, rem be reminded that they are by default, due to the age difference and authority, already in control of the child or student. Therefore, do not abandon your control by beating 
of physically punishing the child or student. Yes, listen to this very carefully. This is so important as we try to understand the difference between punishment and discipline. Okay? Or physical punishment and discipline. Everyone, as we children grow up, may need to be punished for doing wrong. But they need not be physically punished. And they need not be physically punished every single time. Whenever a parent uses hitting and swinging and slapping as their only method of correcting wrong, they're driving their child up a wall of emotional despair, perhaps even low self-esteem or anger or teaching them how to fight. Okay, be very, very careful. Physical punishment and the discipline are not the same. We can punish our children, we can punish, but it doesn't have to be physical punishment. And that's important. Listen carefully. Discipline is helping children develop self-control. Beating doesn't help you develop self-control. Learning self-government and personal responsibility means acquiring the what, what psychologists call as internal locus of control. This means that the source of control is internal. The individual acts on uh, out of a sense of personal value and commitment. External locus of control means that the individual depends on external rewards and punishment to behave as the, as the authority and the parent wishes. When the external locus of control is not present, that is, the external focus, then the person acts impulsively. Children who are taught or gradually acquire an internal locus of control or reasoning skill will avoid misbehavior because they believe it is wrong. They will try to act consistently with a set of standards that have learned, they have learned from their parents and have made their own. I hope you're beginning to understand that discipline is a process, an environment, and a lifestyle. It is not physical punishment. And even non-physical punishment cannot be truly effective without discipline, without discipline as a process, an environment, and a lifestyle. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. Come back to this station to listen to part three of discipline or punishment. Should I beat my children or should I not? What's the difference between discipline and punishment? Once again, I'm Barrington Brennan, inviting you to tune into the station every day. You have been listening to your daily relationship nugget. I'm Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.